Hey family, this is James Taylor, lead pastor of the Heavenly Vision Church, where it is our vision to reach, save, strengthen, and mature. I'm glad you could tune in to this podcast today. I pray that the word will be a blessing to you and help you move towards God's will. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. All of us, all of us who can stand, we stand uh, for the reading of our Lord and Savior's word. My grandfather, the late Reverend Dr. Joseph Lee Jr., who founded this church, he would say every Sunday when we open the Bible, we open God's mouth, and we ought to be at attention to hear and receive uh, what he's saying. So that, that's why we stand for the reading of the word. Uh, I promise you won't have to stand the whole time. All right. First Corinthians chapter 2, starting at verse 9. Uh, it says, but as it is written, and this is where most of us start shouting, eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10, blow yes. me out the water. Yes. But God has revealed them to us yes, sir. through his spirit. Yes, sir. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. For a few moments, we want to speak on this subject, eyes, ears, hearts, eyes, ears. Hearts, you may be seated. Now, y'all pray for me because I know I'm going to make some enemies here. Uh, whether in the room or watching via live stream, we love y'all. I love you. Thank God for every one of you watching live stream. Everybody's going to watch this after this Im immediate moment. Um, but I want to I want to I want to get into this and break some things down so that we can really shout the right way. Amen. I want us to shout the right way because well, we've, been, we've been shouting over this for years. Right. But I want us to shout the right way. Amen? When we approach the second chapter of Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth, uh, we meet him taking a recess from his usual evangelical message to delve into the weightier matter of spiritual living and its benefits. You do understand that, it's, it, that, that, that getting you to heaven is not the only thing that Jesus did for you, right? Hallelujah, somebody. Listen, if, if all Jesus did was got you to heaven, we, that would be enough and, that would, and we could shout off that. But the reality is because he's such an awesome God, he's done way more than just get you access into heaven. So Paul takes a moment. To dig into the weightier matter of spiritual living. Everybody say spiritual living. And the reason why he does this is because he wants us to be aware of the benefits. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want to be in any program that I'm not aware of the benefit. Amen. Stop just putting your email in this stuff. Hallelujah, somebody. You, you see a good ad on Instagram like, ooh, that's good. Let me get my email. Stop it. Don't give your information. Don't sign yourself. Don't, don't opt into anything that you are not aware of the benefits prior to opting in. Oh, I just helped somebody. 
Ladies, stop saying yes to all these rings and you don't know the benefits that come with being a part of that man's life. Hallelujah, somebody. I know I got about eight women in here that's like, girl, listen to them, because I did, and I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't get the benefit package. <laughs> you need to know the benefits of being in any particular relationship. And so now, in, in particular to this, Paul begins to talk to the church at Corinth about a specific benefit, hear me, of spiritual living and the particular benefit that he wants to highlight the church to is the benefit of revelation everybody say revelation now here's the amazing thing he initiates his explanation uh, of this great benefit of revelation by highlighting an ancient contrast that we that he declared through Isaiah now in Isaiah chapter 64 you will see this verse. From old, no one has heard or perceived by ear, nor I has seen a God beside you who acts for those who wait for him. It's Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4. If you have it back there, just throw it on the screen for a minute. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4. This is what Paul was quoting. So every time we see that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has entered the hearts of men, the things that, that God has prepared for those whom he loves. What Paul was actually doing, he was quoting the prophet Isaiah. And when he quotes Isaiah, it's not enough to know that he quoted Isaiah, but you've got to know the exact context in which he's quoting. Listen. His recital of this passage is most significant because it points his listeners back to the days when Israel was in tribulation. Now, here's why it's so important. Israel was in tribulation, yet they prayed a prayer of triumph. Don't miss this. They prayed triumphantly while they were in tribulation. While everything is going bad, they praying good. While on, the, while on the outside, it seems as if they were losing, they were declaring victory. I, I, need, I need an old church, just, just about two seconds here. Uh, 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 I thank God for the people who know how to rejoice, even when they don't see rejoicing situations. Come on, we got to call grandma here because grandma knew how to say the Lord will make a way yeah, somehow. Yeah, and, and grandma, grandma would sing songs and, and grandma would have joy and ain't nothing joyful. Why? Because grandma had revelation. Although her eyes were dimming on this side, she had spiritual sight. Come on here. That's why, that's why we, we, I, I, I thank God for the grandmas and I pray that, that some more grandmas are born. Y'all pray, pray for me. You know, you, you know I'm, I'm praying and I, I don't mean to pause parenthetically here, but I just got to say this. Listen, some of y'all just be grandma, okay? Just. I know you Mimi and Lily and Riri and, and G-Mom and, you know, uh, you know, you want to be auntie. You, no, you my grandma. 
pray for me. I, I need grandma. I need granny. I need to just, just sew something, knit something. Come on. Just get a just rock. I ain't saying you got to rock her. Just rock sometime. Hum or something. Uh, conjure up the spirit of old because I, I, I need to find somebody that I can go take somebody else to and say, tell me about them. Show me what I can't see. Come on, y'all, y'all remember? Grandma had a sight. Gra- gra- grandma could say, mm-mm, that ain't the one, honey. Mm-mm. And she'd be sweet. Like, hey, hello, hello, how are you? God bless you. Good to see you. Oh, that's your friend? Okay. God bless you. All right. Have a good day. Come back. Uh-uh, baby, that ain't the one. What a high voice, Grandma. Uh-uh, that ain't him, baby. That ain't him. Go on, let him go. That He ain't nothing but breath and britches. He ain't nothing. Uh-uh. Go on, get, him, get rid of him quick, honey. She had sight. The reality is, when he quotes this scripture, he lifts up the reality that they were made aware of through the prophetic message that their present tragedy was not the end of their story. I got to stop right here and recite this for somebody so you can go into Monday and punch Monday in the mouth. You got to let Monday know that my present, watch this, that my present condition is not the end of my story. My present tragedy is not the end of my story. My story is not going into here. This is not the closing of my book. There's something that's going to be written after this. Can anybody give God praise that no matter what I've gone through, I thank God that there's something on the other side of this. And the beautiful thing about Israel, when they were in right relationship with God and they had good prophets, the prophets were able to tell them, hey, 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 don't worry. Because there's something on the other side of this. There's a Messiah coming. Uh-huh, yeah, we're going to be back to Zion. Don't worry about it. We're going to get back to Jerusalem. They're going to rebuild the temple. Don't worry about it. We're not going to be in exile forever. We're not going to be under this Babylonian rule forever. Everything is going to be all right. There's a Messiah coming. There's a king coming that's going to tear down the walls of division. And so they were able to pray this. And here's why Paul lifts up this dichotomy from Isaiah. Because Isaiah began to prophesy to Israel. And the people that were on the outside, they didn't know anything that he was prophesying. Because the only people that could see it were the people who were in relationship. I'm moving, but I got to lift this up. You can't be mad at everybody who don't see what you see. See, I can't see what you see unless I have the access you have, unless I have the relationship you have. So stop trying to beat somebody up to make them see something that they weren't born to see or they weren't put in the right position to see. The amazing thing is here, Paul sought to make his listeners aware of the fact that if they would choose to live in and by the Spirit, that was gifted to them through the finished work of Jesus Christ, they would have abilities that's, watch this, that superseded their physical extremities. Don't miss what I just said. If you would live in and by the spirit of Jesus Christ, you would be given abilities, gifts, graces, anointings that supersede your physical extremities. 
Would you believe me if I told you you can see farther than your eyes can see? Would you believe me if I told you you can hear further than your ears could hear? Would you believe me if I told you your heart can actually perceive the things that people are trying to hide from you? You lying preacher. No, I'm not. He says, in order to get this though, the first thing is, prophet help me. Now you got to pray for me here. Uh, you got to live in the spirit. Now, this is why we promote holy living. Not because we're trying to be a pious church. Piety has its place, but I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not calling people to live right and to have right relationships in their marriages and right relationships in their hearts and their homes and their lives and do right with their finances. I, I'm, we're, not, we're not propagating and pushing those things just so that we can say, look how our church is. We're not in a church contest. We're not in a running. I ain't put heaven vision on the ballot. We're not, we're not running for the best church in L.A. But I really believe that if we live by the Spirit, if you live holy, there are things you can see. If you walk right, if you be in relationship, if you be in humility instead of pride, listen, there's some things you're going to hear. If you be obedient to do what the Lord told you to do, there's some things your heart will be able to perceive. Ooh, talk to the prophet Elijah or when Gehazi does something wrong and Gehazi thought he hid it from him. Listen to what the prophet says. Did not my heart go with you? In other words, don't you know I got a relationship with God that causes my heart to perceive things that you're trying to hide? Can I pause parenthetically and, and help some of you children? Some of you, some of you young people are trying to figure out how your mom and daddy found out. They ain't trolling your secret Instagram account. They, they got a connection with the Holy Ghost. And they go and they cause it and they pray. And they spirit tell them, check their phone. And you say, oh, and, and, are we the only parents that ain't got that secret call in the spirit? You come up off your knees, go talk to him. Ask him something. Check her backpack. She thinks you're acting funny, but look and see what's underneath those pants. Told you to stop wearing them underwear. Oh, yeah. You thought, you thought they'd be, no, that's the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost don't tell my parents about my underwear. Yes, they do. Because they know it's not just about the underwear. It's the attention you're trying to get with the underwear. And it's the one that's going to look at the underwear that we know that's hell's assassin. He says, if you live in the spirit, and this is why it's important to live in the spirit. Listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell nobody how, how to live their life. But I'm telling you that if you live it by the spirit, you will find greater access and some of the things that we're struggling with right now, here it is. Some of the things that we're, we're like, I can't see, I don't understand, I don't, don't, I don't know. And the answer is start living in the spirit. Start obeying the word of God. Start living according to the scripture and you will see the spirit of God begin to do something amazing in your life. Just so that we have biblical clarity. When he says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, and neither had it entered to the heart of men, that is not the good news.
Okay, y'all go. Don't do me in the church today. Please don't do me dirty. Because y'all know whether this church or your old church or the last church or grandma's church, every time the preacher say that eyes have not seen, whoo, thank you. Ears have not heard. Shama! Neither has it entered the hearts of my My God, Rita, my bow tie. Come on. Shando. Eyes have not seen. Come on, you know, you know, when people want to say something good to you, listen, I, I feel this about your life. I just need you to know right now. Oh, I feel this. I feel the spirit saying this right now. Eyes have not seen. Did he say that for real? Because I, I want to challenge some of this stuff. Because I had a prophet come to me once and said, Oh, the Lord is, ooh, ooh, man of God. You got to stop running from your call. I'm full passion right now. I'm a full pastor. He told me, listen, stop running from your call because you're going to preach the gospel. And eyes have not seen. Ears have not. Well, I guess you got to tell the people of Heavenly Vision that uh, they, ain't, they ain't got no eyes. I'm like, I'm full pastoring. Not, I, I ain't co-pastor. I ain't you pastor. I'm like the pastor pastor. So stop running from your call, man of God. You're going you to preach the word because eyes have not seen. Clearly yours haven't either. But that's not even the good news. I'm not telling you you can't shout. But I'm telling you if you keep reading, there's more to shout about. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. And neither has it entered to the hearts of men. The thing that God says, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But if we were, listen, listen, here's, 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 the, here's the thing. If we really want to get the most out of the scripture, we have to, listen, we have to read it in, in its original writing. This was written in Greek. And so if you, went, if you went to the Greek or even if you went to the Latin Septuagint and you read it, watch this. It would read something like this. For their eyes have not seen. Their ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has for them. Did y'all hear that? They ain't seen, they ain't heard, and they can't perceive what he about to do for them. We not they. We them. Those. The things which God has prepared for those. They can't see. They can't hear. They can't perceive what he's doing for them, for those who love him. There, 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 there is a distinction between the two parties that he is referring to in this text. So first thing we need to understand is who is, who, who, who is they? They are the ones who, watch this, either have not come into relationship with Jesus Christ or who have refused to live in oneness with his spirit. Don't miss this. They are those who have one, either not received Jesus as the Lord and Savior, or who on the profession of their faith have not been baptized by the Holy Spirit. In other words, have not submitted their full life to the power of the Holy Spirit. So what does this mean? Because y'all looking at me like I ain't said nothing. The good news is, 
And you can shout all day on this if you want to. The good news is that if you decide to live by the Spirit, what has not been previously seen, what has not been previously heard, and what the fleshly heart cannot yet perceive, the Spirit reveals it to you. Y'all, did y'all? The, the Spirit shows you. Oh, man, y'all. I wish y'all, I, I, I thought somebody was going to do a backflip, a cartwheel or something. I thought somebody was going to be really excited that you, watch this, you can get the end of the story before it's even finished being written. Because in heaven, it's already done. Their eyes haven't seen it. Their ears haven't heard it. And their hearts can't even perceive it. But for those of us, but for those of us, oh man, I, I, put, put verse 10 on the screen, please. I, I, I need you to see this. I need you to see this in real time. Verse 10, when you look at it, I, I need you to see what, 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 what verse 10 says. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the spirit searches everything, even the deep things of God. You don't have to be in the dark anymore. Ooh. See, oh my God, oh, I'm so excited. You got to know that even in the dark season, you can call light in the darkness. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the dark. What? How does Daniel sleep easy in the lion's den? Because he had sight to know that my God made the lion. And if he made him, he can shut its why does Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego waltz their way into a fiery furnace? Because they know he made the fire. And if he made it, he can take the hot out of the flame. Is there anybody in here that says my eyes will see? I need you to I need to build this into you I'm sorry y'all I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to curtail my preach but I feel my grandpa kicking me in the stomach you you got to understand uh, that you ain't got to be blind in the spirit uh, you can see whatever you want to see uh, you can see 10 years down the line uh, and that's why I thank God for people uh, that got enough faith uh, to say I walk by faith they look at us crazy why you why you packing why you packing your boxes you ain't got no crib you can't see what I see why you getting ready for a wedding girl ain't nobody proposed to you you ain't heard what I heard why are you going out for this job promotion huh, that you're not qualified for? Because huh, you can't proceed. 
what I can perceive. I wish I had about seven people that can testify to the reality of this scripture. That folk may not get it, but the Holy Ghost that showed me everything. And you thought it was a song, but the old saints used to say, the Holy Ghost done told me that everything forgive me I feel God in this room you better get out of depression now and ask God show me what will become of my life show me why I got to struggle speak to my heart and tell me why I got to deal with this put it in my heart and let me know Some of y'all gonna kick some stuff this week because you're gonna ask for sight. And I could have swore I read Jesus said, If you ask, it shall be given. If you seek, you shall find. If you knock, the door shall be. Y'all can shout all you want to if eyes have not seen. Your eyes have not seen. But I got eyes in the Holy Ghost. And I'm opening my eyes. And I'm looking down the angels of time. And I see myself rejoicing. I'm in an apartment right now. But I see myself in my house. I'm walking right now. But I see myself rolling. Struggling right now, but I see myself bold. Is there anybody in the head that says my eyes shall see? You see a wall, but I see my whole world. I said you see a wall, but I see my whole world. You got to get the sight of the spirit so that the Holy Ghost can show you stuff that the average person can't even see. And watch this. Y'all pray for me because this is reality. This is why praises are different. This is why folk got different shame church, same word, but folk got a different response. Because somebody heard something that somebody else didn't. Cause see somebody heard something in the spirit I may be talking in English But somebody's hearing in the spirit And somebody's spirit just said You coming out this week Somebody just heard in the spirit That this is the day That everything changes Somebody just heard in the spirit There are keys Falling into your hands Somebody heard in the spirit that that last season is over. Somebody heard in the spirit. I wish you just put your ear to heaven 
the spirit has to say I appreciate your advice but speak to my heart Holy Spirit tell me what shall become of my life And this is why you can't worry about what people say about you in this season. They may think you look crazy, but let them keep thinking that you crazy. Watch this. They gonna think you crazy now, but when you get back here, they gonna do crazy stuff to get like you. You gotta understand that there is nothing that God will keep from you if you ask him and if you be in right relationship with him. It's not just for the prophets to have knowledge. Come on. The Bible says that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus Christ. In other words, anybody who professes Christ as Savior, there is a prophetic grace over your life. We've been shouting for years. Eyes have not seen. But after today, we're going to shout because we know our eyes can see. And our ears can hear. And I got, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out of here, but I got to speak to your heart quickly. I declare a heart of perception. I declare now in the name of Jesus that you're going to walk into rooms. Thank you, God. And your heart is going to begin to be stirred. And you will begin to feel stuff in your spirit. God's going to begin to speak to your heart. And you're going to begin to feel things. And the stuff that folk are trying to hide from you. God is going to make it clear. And it's, it is going to be a heart posture that you're going to have. And you're going to be able to speak with clarity in the room. And people are going to think that you've been nosy. People are going to think that you've been doing homework on them. But the reality is that you have the heart of the Father. And your heart is beginning to perceive things. Is anybody in here that wants a heart that perceives? I declare it over your life right now in the name of Jesus that you will begin to have a new heart. Watch this. This is why God got to take that fleshly heart. This is why God got to take the heart of lust out of you. This is why God got to take the heart of shame out of you. Because once he takes that heart out of you, he can give you the heart of the spirit so that you can walk into rooms and know what's going on. You can walk into atmospheres and know what the spirit is going on because the spirit of the Lord is going to begin to speak to your heart your eyes shall see your ears shall hear listen I rebuke every mystery Can I prophesy this quickly? Your season of being in the dark about stuff is over. I rebuke every area of naivety. In the name of Jesus. 
I rebuke every now the spirit in the name of Jesus. God is about to give you a level of expertise in your life. He's going he's gonna to divinely educate you. He's going to begin to show you things that other folk can't see yet. My God. He's going to begin to speak to you things. Watch this. Some of you are going to walk into your workplace. And you're going to say exactly what the spirit tells you to say. And that's going to be the exact answer that your supervisor is looking for. And on the other side of that, that's going to be the very thing that gives you that promotion that elevation because you're going to see what the spirit shows you you're going to hear what the spirit says to you and you're going to feel what the spirit is causing you to perceive I appreciate all the preaching that's been done in our life I appreciate that I appreciate that I appreciate that but I'm declaring in the name of Jesus your eyes shall see no more mystery to you you're not going to have to listen I, I, one of the biggest things I've been praying for with people in personal time one of the biggest things I've been praying for people in heavenly vision out of heavenly vision different places I go to minister different places I go to teach one of the biggest things that they come to me Bishop Bishop pray for me I need direction I don't know what God want me to do and I have to begin to rebuke this because these are the people that got Jesus and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't, I don't, I don't know my vision. I don't know, I don't know my destiny. Watch this. And hey, y'all, I need y'all to pray for me. Probably you start praying for me because I know the enemy is going to try to attack me this week because I'm revealing his tactics. But I already rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. Listen to me. If the enemy, if he can't distract you, if he can't cause you to live in sin, he'll confuse you. He'll make it to where you can't hear God. He'll make it to where you can't see God. God right in front of you. God doing stuff right in front of you. The prophetic word is coming right to your ear. But because you're so, you're so distracted by everything going on around you. You can't feel and perceive in your heart. You can, you can attest to my, you can attest this to my wife. I told my pastor this last week. I was with my wood pastor Cheney uh, last Monday. And I, and I sat before him and I confessed. I said, listen, pastor, I need you to pray for me. Because I see that the enemy is trying to use frustration to distract me. And the enemy knows that if he can frustrate you, he can cause you not to see what God is showing you. If he can frustrate you, he can cause you not to hear what God is saying to you. If he can frustrate you, he can cause you not to feel or perceive the things that God is trying to plant into your heart. But I rebuke the spirit of frustration. I rebuke the spirit of distraction. And I declare that your eyes shall see. Your ears shall hear. And your heart I pray you never read the scripture the same. Your eyes shall see. Your ears will hear. Your heart will perceive. Just begin to lift up in a session in this room. Your eyes shall see. Your ears shall hear. 
your heart will perceive everything the Lord wants you to know your eyes shall see your ears shall hear your heart will perceive come on God he's, he's clearing your vision right now he's clearing your vision your eyes shall see your ears shall hear your heart will perceive everything the Lord wants you to know your eyes shall see your ears shall hear your heart will perceive I need to pray for you your eyes shall see your ears shall hear your heart will perceive just sing with me for a minute we're going to pray my eyes shall see, my ears shall hear, my heart will perceive. This is, the, this, this is our testimony today. My eyes shall see, my ears shall hear, my heart will perceive. If you got a faith with me, put your hands on your eyes when you say it. My eyes shall see on your ears. My ears shall hear. Heart. My heart will perceive. One more time, and then we're gonna pray. My eyes shall see. My ears shall hear. My heart will perceive. this is so important you got to receive this listen it's so important <laughs> because the enemy and all of hell is banking on you watch this thank you somebody gonna get this I, I feel I feel deliverance in this revelation prophet the enemy knows that you're more than a conqueror the enemy knows that darkness hell has already been defeated this is why the enemy, the, the, the enemy is working so vehemently because he knows that, that when the time of revelation comes, that he's going to be chained forever. And even if he can't stop you, he's banking on the fact that you'll stop yourself. And the only reason I need you'll stop yourself is if you can't see the finish line. The only reason you'll stop yourself is if you can't hear somebody telling you, keep coming. The only reason why you'll stop yourself is if you feel like giving. Y'all listen, I know he got injuries. I know stuff is going on. But after six, six years in the league, Andrew Luck says, watch this. He says, mentally, I can't no more. 
the trick of the and I, I'm not saying that that's what luck is going through but I'm saying that some of us have said the same thing in our life when it wasn't time for us to give up but we said I can't do it no more because mentally emotionally my heart can't take it but I pray that your eyes because see this is what the enemy knows if he can make you give up on yourself if he can cause you to stop seeing what God wants to show you if he can cause you to stop hearing what God wants to tell you if he can cause you to stop feeling what God wants to give you you call the divorce attorney you put in your resignation you'll walk away from your ministry and never come back to it you'll stop contending for your future but I declare in the name of Jesus and I'm going to keep saying it till it get in your spirit your eyes are going to see keep looking my brother keep looking my sister because beyond your physical sight there is another sight listen I, I know you may be able to see a couple of hundred yards but I hear the Lord saying that when you look again you're going to see something further than what you've seen before the next time you open up your eyes you're going to see your children grown the next time you open up your eyes you're going to see your debt canceled the next time you open up your eyes you're going to see your body healed when you open your eyes again you're going to see your marriage strong when you open up your eyes again you're going to see yourself financially stable when you open up your eyes again you're going to see your children educated when you open up your last time you heard defeat but listen again last time you heard you couldn't but I dare you to listen last time you heard you didn't have enough but I dare you to listen again. Last time you heard it wouldn't work. But listen again. <laughs> we're, in, we're in a season. I got to pray, Keenan. We're in a season where everybody talking about, I'm feeling some type of way. I'm feeling some type of way. Or watch this. I'm not feeling this. But a perceptive heart is a sensitized heart. Do you hear what I just said? A perceptive heart. A heart that can perceive is a heart that is sensitized. So no longer will you be able to say, I'm not feeling this. No longer will you be able to say that I'm in a place where I'm feeling some type of way. But God is going to begin to resensitize your very heart so that you will know how to respond in every scenario. Oh, what would you do if while you're going through it, God is telling you how to handle it? Oh, what would you do if while they lying to you, God is telling you the truth? What would you do if while they calling it quits, God is giving you the power to keep Your eyes shall see, your ears shall hear, your heart will perceive. Here's what I need to pray for, quickly, here's what I need to pray for. Were you blessed by the message you just heard? If so, please leave a review so others can glean from the lessons you learned. And if you would like to help us continue ministry, 
Feel free to give at HVCLA.com. We love you, family.